It's Wednesday, the 26th of January, 2022. Australia Day. Welcome to the Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Morning, Michael. Sean, before we kick off, a very quick reminder, of course, that everything goes back to normal tomorrow. So we're talking about full-length episodes every day, the afternoon report, uh, weekend editions, interviews as well. In fact, tomorrow's guest is a cracker from one of the world's biggest fund managers. So don't miss Fear and Greed tomorrow. But in the meantime, Sean, let's cover today's top five stories in five minutes. Story number one, If you feel like you've been paying more for products, you're right. Inflation absolutely surged during the December quarter. It sure did and came as quite a surprise to many. Headline inflation hit 3.5% last year, well above expectations. Underlying inflation, which the Reserve Bank looks at closely when thinking about interest rates, hit 2.6%. The central bank wants underlying inflation to be between 2 and 3% sustainably before it lifts the official cash rate. It's well and truly there, much faster than the Reserve Bank expected. And the pace of price increases was fastest at the end of 2021. That's significant. So, Michael, what are we paying more for? No surprises here. Food, petrol, definitely. Housing and health costs. That's according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Petrol prices, in fact, have hit record levels. Goods prices, think fridges and TVs and clothing and stuff you bring home from the store, or at least collect from the letterbox, They're the products that are leading the way in terms of price hikes. The cost of services, things like education and insurance, is rising, but not quite as fast. The big question out of all this, Michael, what does it mean for interest rates? Well, all those economists who have been predicting a jump in rates this year, as opposed to the Reserve Bank's forecast timetable of late next year or 2024, just got very, very confident. All right. Now, Sean, story number two is actually a spin-off of the inflation figures. Equity markets fell further yesterday. Yes, it was a big tumble with the S&P ASX 200 down 2.5% to finish at under 7,000 points. That means it's down more than 8% so far this year. That's not far away from calling it a market correction. Some really big falls across the board. ANZ was off nearly 4%, while Westpac and National Australia Bank were down more than 3%. Fortescue Metals, Woodside, Santos, James Hardy, they're all off between 4 and 5.5%. Telstra fell 3%. In fact, more than 90% of the market went backwards yesterday. The prospect of higher interest rates should help the Aussie dollar. It did briefly, but the unit fell back to be trading around 71.4 US cents. Very, very skittish financial markets at the moment. Yeah, big day and not in a good way. Story number three, Sean, is all about mining giant Rio Tinto. Yes, for years, Rio has been trying to make its massive copper mine in Mongolia both viable and sustainable. It's a great asset on paper. Once up and running, it should be one of the biggest copper mines in the world. And that's worth plenty of money, particularly in a decarbonising world. But Rio has run into problems from power supply to community opposition, tax disagreements, failed loans to the Mongolian government. This has been going on for years. Now, its boss, Jacob Stalsholm, has struck a deal with the Mongolian government which will allow Rio to spend $10 billion to expand the mine and get it to a level that's sustainable. The cost, though, includes waiving a $2.4 billion loan to the Mongolian government in return for getting its power from a Mongolian generator in 18 months' time. First production is expected in the first half of next year. Rio's share price yesterday was down less than 1%. Now, given what we've just spoken about, that was a pretty good effort. Yeah, sounds like it. Now, story number four, Sean, unsurprisingly, is all the COVID news around at the moment. 
It'd be nice not to include COVID in the top five news stories of the day, but I think, Michael, it's a bit hard at the moment. Across the major states, there are around 46,000 new COVID cases recorded yesterday and 75 deaths. The frustration around Western Australia remaining closed is spreading, with Fortescue CEO Elizabeth Gaines yesterday saying the delay in reopening was disappointing. But Federal Opposition Leader Anthony Albanese was broadly supportive of Mark McGowan, the West Australian Labor Premier. Now, there were some changes to the WA rules yesterday, with parents stuck interstate with school-aged children now being allowed to return back home. New South Wales yesterday extended its health restrictions until the end of next month. No surprise there. For most in that state, it means more mask wearing and no singing or dancing in public. Good for some, I'd suggest. There was a certain irony also in Queensland yesterday with the state's education minister, Grace Grace, that's her name, two Graces, catching COVID ahead of the return to school. All right. Now, finally, Sean, story number five is a big one. Pretty worrying situation, actually. The US has put 8,500 troops on alert as war in the Ukraine looks more likely. Yes, that's correct. Western leaders have pledged to form a united front against the threat of a Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Global leaders are attempting to achieve a diplomatic resolution to the crisis. Russia has amassed troops on the Ukrainian border, with reports out of the United Kingdom suggesting Moscow wants to install a pro-Kremlin puppet government in Kiev. Of course, Australians in the country have been advised to leave or avoid travelling there. Michael, it certainly is the global hotspot at the moment. Yeah, sure is. That's it. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Wednesday, the 26th of January, 2022. Remember, full-length episodes and interviews all back from tomorrow, so make sure you're following the podcast and join us online on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day.